Hey, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Cyto Detox. Look, podcasts cost money. There's a lot of production uh, going around this, but uh, we are grateful to have Cyto Detox as one of the sponsors. It's so easy for me to talk about the product because myself and my family use it constantly as we practice what I preach for over 15 years. I've talked about and taught doctors and the public about cellular detox. And I'll tell you, Cyto was a breakthrough. Cyto was a breakthrough for us. Um, and it's changed so many lives. So we're grateful that they sponsor Cellular Healing TV. It makes sense, doesn't it? They should. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing Cyto Detox product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit detoxoffer.com. Again, that's detoxoffer.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we have a special episode that is focused about the gut. Are we focusing too much on gut health? From probiotics to prebiotics and enzymes, everyone these days seems to be healing their gut. But what exactly does that mean? One thing that I have learned from Dr. Pampa is that you have to fix the brain to fix the gut. Many of us know that your gut is your second brain and the gut brain connection is a very real thing. So Dr. Pampa, welcome. Are we doing this whole gut healing thing wrong? Can you please educate us? Yeah. You know, it's remarkable how many people have gut issues today. I mean, it's practically everybody, you know, so it's, it's really caught on. It's in vogue right now fix the gut, 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 especially in our alternative space, right? I mean, it, it's become the microbiome, the gut has become all the talk. You can't do this unless you fix the gut. You can't do that. You can't detox until you fix the gut, right? It's all gut. Now, look, I will be the first to say how important the gut is. It's part of my, you know, it's part of my three-legged stool, how important the microbiome is. However, I can tell you from experience that the pendulum shifts all the way too far when somehow it has to come back to a medium where we forgot about something so important in this conversation. This is still the first brain. The gut is the second. So my point is this, when we look at all of the failures right now, and I've talked about if it were just so simple to take a probiotic and fix your gut and affect your immune system, Hey, we wouldn't be here. We would, you know, we would all be better. It's not, so simple. Okay. So that's one me message that I put out there a lot, a, a lot lately. But the other one is, is that we can't fix the gut until ultimately we fix this brain, the first brain. And I think that's what people forgot about. Look, you know, m my profession, you know, chiropractic profession gets it, you know, the innate intelligence, right? That this runs everything through the central nerve system and out to every cell of the body, this intelligence that God put there, we call it innate, meaning inborn intelligence, and this controls it all. As a matter of fact, when we look at the cells, this brain was the first thing to you know, divide into a cell and the spinal cord that runs down our back, right? And all the nerves to every organ and tissue in the body carries that innate intelligence. But this brain was the very first thing to form. That little tail came off of it you know, and it literally, all the nerves came out and from those nerves, all the organs grew. And, you know, in those cells were ultimately being uh, developed, 
created from the intelligence that the very first cells made the brain. Okay, so ultimately, if you just think of that, then we would go, well, ultimately, that if that's what created, if God designed it, that the brain forms first, and then it grew a little tail, which is our spinal cord, and all the nerves grew, and then from the nerves developed the organs. That's honestly, that's how it happens. Then ultimately, the healing must happen here first too. The innate intelligence is here. So the point is, unless we fix this, and we'll talk more about that, how do you fix your gut? I argue that you can't. That's fascinating. So what if people are like, but I don't have brain issues. I, it's just my gut. I have bloated all the time and I can't digest food, but my brain feels fine. Yeah. Is that well, see, again, the brain has no pain, right? So literally we can cut uh, your skull cap off. Uh, they do this, by the way, open it up and we can probe areas of the brain and you'd go, oh, I feel that in my left toe. I, I feel that here. Oh, I have pain in my liver, right? Okay. So every part of the brain represents things and you wouldn't feel it. So literally we can go there and I could poke your brain. You don't feel it. So you don't know you have brain toxicity. You don't know you have brain inflammation. Well, unless you hit your head so hard, your brain shifts and it inflames. And now it's pushing on all of the vascular, um, you know, all of the nerves. And now you might know it, right? Because then it would create maybe a headache, right? But the brain itself doesn't know when it has a problem, but yet it controls every bit of healing in the body. Look, when you cut your finger, right? You, you don't put eyeballs, you don't re reheal it, it with eyeballs there or eyeball cells. No, the intelligence knows exactly what cells because it's in constant communication with every cell and tissue in the body organizing. Fascinating. Uh, here's how fascinating it is. If you take these two fingers and sew them together, Okay, I don't recommend trying this at home, <laughs> but this is stu a study that was actually done. Okay, at first, when you touch this finger, you feel, oh, that's my ring finger. Okay, that's my middle finger. It has separate nerves that run to separate parts of the brain. After a while, your brain, you touch this finger and you go, oh no, that's just this finger. Okay, so now they still are running separate nerves to the brain, however, it's so darn smart that it rewires in the brain that this is now a finger because see nerves that fire together, wire together, meaning the brain recircuits it, reorganizes it. So now you're operating one finger is two. I mean, that's how incredibly smart it is. A another great example. If you chop your arm off, don't try that at home. Um, better to talk about amputees, right? Let's say you got your arm or leg amputated because of cancer and it was horrifically painful. Take the arm out, it's called phantom pain. Your brain is still registering that there's a pain and there's a problem. Mm -hmm. Here's the good news. You can literally rewire your brain to not feel the pain anymore. And they've learned to rewire the brain by literally, you know, it's, it's a crazy thing by putting the arm in a box and letting your brain know that that arm's not there anymore. And anyways, there's different things that they do so we can reprogram the brain, rewire the brain, and then the pain actually goes away. Crazy, but that's how it oh, works. That's fascinating. So what, okay, so people at home, they're thinking, well, but I have SIBO and I have candida and I have leaky gut and they're maybe taking some supplements that might sort of be helping, but they're not getting all the way there. What, what would you say the next step for them would be? 
Well, look, you know, I, I think we have to examine uh, the biggest epidemic of why people don't feel well today, and that is neurotoxicity. Okay. These are certain toxins that attack our nerves, our nerve system. The biggest group of nerves is the brain. So ultimately, they make their way into the brain, whether it's mercury, lead, other heavy metals, biotoxins affect the center of the brain. I, I'm, all of these types of toxins affect the brain. You know, you know, when I talk about detox, I say, look, the goal is to teach somebody how to do a proper brain phase. That's different for everybody. The doses, you know, what we do, and, and, and that's a big part of obviously what I teach, how to detox the brain correctly. And I would never say I have all the answers. However, we're utilizing a system that is, I believe, the only system that truly does it effectively and safely. But if we can remove the neurotoxins, remove the interference, the very intelligence that made the body will heal the body. Now, there is a, a nerve that comes from the brain called the vagus nerve, and it doesn't go in our spine like a lot of the other nerves. It bypasses and goes straight to all of our organs, including the gut. We call that, and it runs what we call the parasympathetic nerve, uh, nerve system. And that's how you digest. That's how your gut mo has mobility and moves and pushes things uh, through. What more and more studies are showing, and they're, they're literally calling it vagal nerve toxicity, is that yes, your brain is toxic, but so is the vagus nerve. Now, probably at the source, and there's new research being done on this, but if we don't remove and free that intelligence traveling through the vagus nerve, you don't have normal gut motility. You won't ever fix your gut. It will continue to inflame. And, and as a matter of fact, all of the toxins, because it shuts down your detox pathways when this nerve is poisoned, now you build up more toxins. Oh, and guess where they end up? Via the liver dumped into your gut, creating more inflammation, more leaky gut, which is causing the food intolerances. And everyone's taking food intolerance tests yeah. running from different foods, nightshades, um, oxalates, lectins, right? It's a bit, all those anti-lectin um, diets and they're in vogue right now when we shouldn't be running from these things. We should be fixing the problem. And when we look at this connection of the brain to the gut via the vagus nerve, we realize that you know we are can, uh, we're not getting normal peristalsis. Yes, constipation is a factor. Yes, SIBO is a factor, but we only can improve that peristalsis by improving the brain connection to the gut. And you'll never fix the microbiome when your detox pathways are uh, backed up and you're dumping toxins in the gut. How are you gonna fix the microbiome? So you see, we have it backwards instead of we need to be focused here first and then our strategies here will work. That's fascinating. So would you say that doing, taking gut supplements that say somebody claims is making them feel better, would you say stay on them if they're kind of helping, but also address your brain? Or do you just say, maybe just cut out all of the gut supplements for a little while? And uh, that's a great question. I, I, I would say, if you feel they're helping, helping stay on them, but look, I am, uh, I am a big proponent. This is one of my gut principles as well as you have to rotate um, bacteria. People stay on the same probiotic and you end up causing something called monoculture where you build up too much of that and you end up with a new problem but you don't think it's the probiotics that were the, are the problem because they helped you and you're still taking them, right? It's like when people get on a diet and they're rock solid in their vegetarian diet. Well, it helped me in the beginning, yes, 
but now it's actually hurting you. So the fact is, is that uh, you may need to rotate those bacteria, but if something is working, stay on it. But ultimately, I think you would agree if you're listening and you're that person that, you know, I don't have a lasting effect here, you know, and I'm, I'm still not ultimately better. You know, ultimately we know that fixing autoimmune, we have to fix the microbiome, right? It's part of my three-legged stool for goodness sakes. But I'm making the argument that we have to think different, right? It's like one of my goals this year is to re-educate doctors, bringing them back to this has to be the focus, right? And of course, upstream, getting rid of the toxins, but getting rid of the toxins here, getting that vagal connection back to the gut, ultimately will bring the innate intelligence and ultimately that can heal the gut. That can reduce the inflammation. That can stop the leaky gut instead of having to avoid lectins and nightshades. You know, we want to go above that to the big problem. Your body knows how to heal. We just don't give it credit and we just forget it can, but we have to remove the interference. It's great. You always know how to bring it back to the brain, which is uh, why you're so good at what you do. So I know you mentioned like cutting it, you know, people tend to cut out lectins and nightshades and there are people doing, you know, carnivore diets and they're claiming it's healing their gut. Do you, how do you feel about elimination diets when it comes to the gut? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I think that there's a, a time and a place to eliminate things, right? I mean, come on, if something's irritating you, you know, avoid it, right? But just, I don't want people to look at that as the solution, right? It's like, you don't look at crutches, um, as the solution to why your leg's going to heal, right? No, you're, you're just getting around so you can function while your leg is healing. But, but I asked the question, what's healing your leg? Is it the cast? No, that's just keeping you from irritating it while the innate intelligence heals it. See, your brain knows exactly what cells stimulate stem cells, things called exosomes. All of the healing takes place. It folds proteins in your cells. Those proteins are shipped on out to the healing injury and it starts to remodel calcium. It starts to you know, remodel the tissue around it. All of that innate intelligence that you know, no doctor can create that, you know, but we only wanted to use the crutches while our innate intelligence was healing the, the, the fracture or whatever was wrong with the leg, but no different than the gut, you know, no different than the gut. So I think that elimination diets can be crutches. I think probiotic can even be crutches to some degree, um, you know, but it's okay. You know, but the point is, is that to have a lasting result, we ultimately have to get this to heal this. And that's the missing link. Yeah, that's fascinating. So getting back to the vagal nerve, which I love that topic. We've done a few episodes on the vagus nerve, and I think it's just, it's fascinating. It really is. So there, there are some like, you know, exercises people can do to kind of strengthen their vagus nerve. There's oil, essential oils that we actually really like that we've used before. Do you think that that can be really helpful when trying to kind of turn on that gut brain connection again? Yeah, I mean, we know that, you know, for example, um, there's certain gut symptoms when happening. If you gargle, literally, it's a vagal stimulation. It can be very helpful. The oils, right? Um, we, we did a show. Uh, they make a, a, a parasympathetic blend um, that works fantastic, especially when you rub it right over the vagus area. Um, which is right about here. However, again, it, it's all for nothing if we don't deal with the big problem. And that's the neurotoxic issue in the brain that drives this message through the vagus nerve. And, and again, these neurotoxins make their way around something called myelin sheath. It's a 
fatty covering on the nerve to protect it. And they go around it and they cause dysfunction. So again, the innate intelligence is here. It can heal, you know, but we have to get that innate intelligence down, you know, to uh, the area, you know, in this case, the gut, and then it will bring intelligence into those cells. And then those cells will absolutely start to heal and regenerate, you know, but the question always needs to be asked, what is the interference? You know, and that's when we look at these big neurotoxic sources that people aren't considering, right? You know, heavy metals typically go, people go, oh yeah, I did heavy metal detox, you know, three months when meanwhile, there's mercury, lead, who knows, aluminum, you know, deep into their brain tissue, right? Creating massive interference in this innate intelligence. Biotoxins I mentioned from mold, different pathogens in the brain, hypothalamus, it controls your hormones, totally disruptive, typically not dealt with correctly. You know, hidden infections from the mouth, this microbiome crossing the blood brain barrier, driving in more inflammation in the brain, more dysfunction, not being able to heal the rest of the body and then symptoms stack on symptoms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're known for cellular detox. Your audience knows that by now, especially based on even the title of the show, but how, you know, I know everyone also has heard of your, you know, your multi-therapeutic approach. So it's not just about the cell detox, right? Like what else should people be doing in conjunction with that? Yeah. I mean, we did a, a, a really helpful show. Um, you'll put the link here for that show as well. Um, because I think from this show, um, look, going from this show to watch that you'll go, ah, this is why we're getting sick, but it is a multi-therapeutic approach that ultimately I describe it in that show, but you know, ultimately, you know, I describe it as a three-legged stool. Certain genes do get triggered epigenetically, but we could turn those off if we remove the stressors. <laughs> that's another leg of the stool. And of course, that's what I'm talking about here, right? What are these neurotoxic sources that trigger genes, right? Create all this neuro, uh, you know, nerve d- uh, dysfunction. And then we also have this microbiome communication with the brain, you know, that is an issue. But what I'm saying is, is, hey, part of fixing that gut is fixing this. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about gut testing? Like you kind of briefly mentioned it earlier, but like just gut where they, you know, tell you what foods you can and can't eat, or just if you have certain bacterias, you know, what yeah. does it take on? Yeah. Like? You know, and again, I, I wish it were so simple. I, I think, you know, we've done a lot with these tests over the years, but one of the things I, I can honestly say is, I don't know, you know, it, it, it is one of the, it's not so simple to identify these, you know, set of bacteria, right? When we have identified maybe 3000 bacteria in the gut, I think we'll identify 3000 more in the next five years, <laughs> but it's way more complicated than we thought with how viruses work within the gut is a very important role. Funguses, candida, you know, all of this, you know, is uh, just absolutely beyond our comprehension still. So my point is this, we run a test, we go, oh, these guys are too high. These guys are too low. You know, but ultimately, see, we're taking the intelligence out. And it's not so simple to say, oh, okay, according to this test, when we're only really testing for a fraction of what's in the gut, let's give you this. Let's kill these guys. It's not so simple. The bottom line is I can tell you clinically that we really haven't changed, moved the needle in how we have healed the gut because of the microbiome testing. I wish it weren't the case, but we're just not there yet. 
I know. I wish it were so simple. And I know people sometimes want a test just so they have a metric to, to gauge, you know? So what about, how about testing the brain? Do you like heavy metals tests? Do you like mold tests? Say I live in a, you know, you know, I don't know, maybe a flooded home a few years ago. Like, should I test to make sure I should even proceed with detox or should I just detox? You know, look, I, I mean, there's some tests that give us ideas, right? You can do a visual contrast sensitivity test that gives you an idea if, you know, you have a biotoxic illness from mold, you know, the, the, there's rows A, B, C, D, and E, and not to teach this right now, but rows C and D are very specific for mold. Row E is general toxicity. When people fail that miserably, it typically alludes to a heavy metal um, toxicity. And you can go to, um, it's not as accurate as the one that doctors do in the office, but you can go to VCS, stands for visual contrast sensitivity. Uh, vcstest.com and uh, at least gives you an idea. And look, I, heavy metal testing, it gives you an idea of what's in the body, but it doesn't reflect what's in the brain. You know, the only way to really do that would be biopsy and I'm not recommending it, but <laughs> the point is, is there's no perfect test for that either, right? Mm -hmm. It's very, very difficult. You know, you, you know this, one of the things I train my doctor to do is be very clever, um, you, you know, as it really uh, sleuthing out these hidden sources, you know, being a detective and really asking the right questions. And if you put a very good history together uh, with someone's symptoms, uh, you know, usually you can say, okay, I think you've missed this. And then maybe we'll run this particular test, you know, to, to verify. But again, you can't just rely on a test. I, again, if it were only so simple, it's just not, it's just not. Exactly. So you hear a lot, even in this space, you might listen to somebody on a podcast and they say, if you have seasonal allergies, it's about your gut. If your kid is misbehaving, it could be their gut and you just have to do gut feeling. And they never really say what that means. They just say, feel your gut, but they're not yeah. really, you know, maybe they're putting you on, you know, colon cleanse or telling you to take an enzyme or a probiotic, but it's fascinating that really it's not totally about the gut directly. It's about the brain. Yeah, uh, 100%. And, you know, and, and again, I, I don't dismiss any of those comments. I, I agree that the gut will affect ADHD. I agree that the gut affects your immune system. Of course, you know, what we've learned in the research on the microbiome is these bacteria are communicating with our cells, changing epi, you know, epigenetics, you know, can change our DNA. But, but here's what you have to understand, that although that's true, and although it is absolutely true that the gut plays such an important role in immunity, you know, and the, how the brain works, and all of it, the point though has to be taken that we don't fix that until we fix this. Okay, so you know, that, that's the point. Now, if you take these bacteria out of the gut, away from this innate intelligence, put them in a Petri dish, now with your cells, now what good is this? No good at all. Now that they can't even do anything with those cells, the intelligence isn't there, right? This intelligence isn't there, right? The life force that God put in our bodies isn't there. So it's not the bacteria. The bacteria are working with our cells and our DNA and our body only because the intelligence is driving it, right? So we kind of forgot about that when we realized, oh my gosh, these bacteria, they're doing so much. They're communicating with our cells. They have this function. They, they make certain uh, peptides and amino acids and that our brain needs to make neurotransmitters and we can't make neurotransmitters without these bacteria. All that's true. 
But the fact is, is it's the, the bacteria in themselves. It's not the case. It's the intelligence yeah. telling, directing the bacteria, using them as it may. So again, the innate intelligence, not the bacteria, the bacteria. Yeah, they have an intelligence, but it's ultimately our intelligence that's superior. And that's what we, if we can open up that God given innate intelligence, I'm telling you, I believe the body can heal from anything, right? Yeah. When we hear these miracle stories that that should heal, that should, what did it? I mean, listen, my son, I tell a story, you know, my son shattered his spleen, literally, I mean, gone. I saw the scan with the doctor and he showed me the pieces and I said, well, we're going to have to take it out. He said, no, it's a grade five. The body just absorbs them. You know, that's it. I said, is there any way it could regenerate itself? Oh no, it can't, you know, it's gone, you know, everything. Okay. So I was like, all right, you know, but here's what happened six months later, we went in. Now there was a lot of prayer over this. So I give God the credit and the glory for this, you know, no doubt. We went in six months later and they were doing the rescan to see how his organs healed. You know, my, my son was in ICU. They life flighted him off the slope. So a lot of trauma. They redid the scan and the doctor comes out. He has a look on his face. I say, you know, is everything okay? He said, yeah, he has a full spleen. And I said, is it functioning? And he said, yeah. My next question was, are you sure you looked at the right scan? I, we've all done that as doctors. Right? It's like, yeah, oh, this is your x-ray. That's not my x-ray. Um, you know, he's like, yep, check three times. Yeah. And they check artifacts to make sure it's not labeled wrong, right? You know, there's little things you look for. So, you know, it's the same person. You know, yep. I said, well, how did that happen? I have no idea. Wow. Now, again, God did it. I believe that because he said, that's the only thing I can explain because my wife said we had all these people praying. But the point is, is that, you know, there's an innate intelligence that God put in our bodies that God utilized and activated that healing, the body's innate intelligence through the nerve system. Mm -hmm. he, it grew another spleen, you know, and, you know, yeah. I mean, so, in, in another unbelievable fashion, you have another son who went through a major traumatic event where he was pretty much told he was never going to walk again, right? Because he broke his back and they he recommended he jumped. Most of you know the story, but he jumped yeah. off the cliff, 50 feet hit rock, should have died. That was the first miracle. Second miracle, he should have been paralyzed. The bones moved forward, not back into the core, but they shattered completely. And uh they looked at it and said he needs surgery. We need to do it within this many hours. Da, da, da. I asked for 24 hours to research it. And long story short, we decided, Daniel and I, because he was an adult, that we're not going for it. They thought we were nuts, we, but yeah. you know, they're coming from the anterior. They were taking two vertebra completely out, taking the bones, putting them in metal cages, fusing six vertebra. I mean, imagine this for life. And I know this causes autoimmune later, et cetera, et cetera. So they didn't understand our paradigm and the impossible that they said would happen. happened. His innate intelligence healed it. Now, listen, a thousand of a thousand people, I'm sure, would have listened to the doctors, right? Because of the fear. But what made us not? Number one, I mean, I did have the ability to get into some studies and, and that's a, another story. But the difference is, is I know the body's incredible, incredible ability to heal itself, right? That's why even with the whole thing that's going on right now, not to get it shut down by using words and it begins yeah. with a C, but the fact is, is that we as a family were like, hey, we need to be exposed to this sooner the better. Our innate intelligence will build natural, true immunity. 
And because this will be around for years to come, you know, we will be able to, you know, um, absolutely deal with it from our innate intelligence down. So, you know, I function and I teach my children this and my doctors function, major premise, God designed our bodies to heal. Let's give it some more credit. And that's what we're not doing today. Absolutely. Yeah. It's fascinating. It really is. And, you know, a lot of people know that the gut can be damaged, of course, even by things like antibiotics, you know, we go on lots of antibiotics as children or, um, you know, glyphosate and, you know, environmental pollutants. And so our gut, we, a lot of, I mean, how many grown adults would you say walk around with leaky gut, whether they know it or not pretty high percentage. So what, just in the interim, what are your favorite things to nurture the gut, you know, and to kind of help seal that leaky gut while you're also addressing the upstream? Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, in, you're, I think you're right. I, I think that's a, a great idea, right? I, you know, number one, as far as bacteria goes, um, you know, some bacteria that most people have never experienced are things like spore or soil organisms, which act more like prebiotics to stimulate even your other bacteria to come alive. Prebiotics feeding your existing bacteria oftentimes work better than probiotics. Rotating any bacteria uh, is another big clue. A product called L-Gut that seals the gut, a product called Ion that helps seal the gut um, and decrease inflammation. Uh, Butyrate, butyric acid helps lower inflammation and act as a prebiotic feeding the gut. I just throwing out some of my favorite, you know, products to answer your question. And you know, and I'm sure I've, I've missed some, you know, I'm, I'm not giving an exhaustive list, right. uh, you know, but I mean, th- those are some things that I, I think are extremely helpful um, and maybe some things that people haven't done um, mm-hmm. that will, will be a big help. Yeah. And fasting, right? Fasting. Oh, I mean, fasting. And, and again, I, I was thinking product when you asked the question, yeah. Yeah. you know, one of the big things that I teach is diet variation, changing your diet adds a stress to the microbiome that actually creates diversity in your bacteria Mm -hmm. Uh, that we could never fix uh, a gut without that in fasting feast famine. We fast, we feast, you know, that stresses the gut stresses how we uh, change that diversity in the microbiome. I think we talked about that more on that other show when we, you know, broke down that multi-therapeutic approach, right? You know what? And and I want to mention one more thing, The, the upper cervical, you know, this is, a lot of chiropractors watch this show when you get severely physically misaligned. And, and again, part of my multi-therapeutic approach, you know, adjustments in the upper cervical spine can transform the communication between this intelligence, this brain and the rest of your body. And look, we've watched miracles happen when people get that upper cervical adjusted and open up that innate intelligence. So, you know, that is absolutely part of what it takes to, to fix a gut, check your physical misalignment. You could have been in an accident, had a head trauma, birth trauma, any of it. You could be physically interfering with that innate intelligence. It's huge. It is huge. It's just a piece of the puzzle for sure. And then we've had other shows even on like neurofeedback and there's a brain tapping device. Like, how do you feel about all implementing stuff like that as well? I think it's huge because, you know, I said that, you know, how the brain rewires itself through thought we can rewire the brain. I'm going to be teaching more on this, but it's a whole different show. We're going to do a whole different show on that because um, there are so many techniques and I'm studying them now to how we rewire the brain. Literally, I'm going back into history, reading some of the forefathers of what we call neuroplasticity. That means that the brain can change because in the old days, they thought it couldn't change. But now we know 
that it actually goes around. If someone has a stroke and damages even, you know, huge parts of the brain through different strategies, we can actually go around and regain what we thought was never to be regained. Uh, and it's fascinating. So yes, it could get someone to walk again in their story up story or reuse their arm or whatever it is, you know, but we can also use the same strategies to fix things that were unfixable. I had chemical sensitivity, right? And mold sensitivity in the past, but I had to learn how to rewire my limbic system. And that's the system that keeps us alive. And it was cross-wired into this survival mechanism, driving sympathetic and symptoms. And I had to recross, I had to basically rewire it and I fixed the problem. Now, that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't get the neurotoxins out of my brain first. But once I did, then I was able to rewire that. And that's a missing part of a lot of people's puzzle into their journey into healing. Yeah, that's great. Well, this is fascinating. I could talk about the gut and the brain all day with you. Um, I think this is going to be really helpful for people. And uh, yeah, this is wonderful. We'll definitely link to some of the other episodes we referenced and some of the products that Dr. Pompa mentioned as well. But do you have any final final words? Yeah, no, look, uh, you know, always the, uh, we have to think about things differently and there and the solution lies. You know, what makes me do it is when we're going, gosh, you know, we're just getting nowhere here. Um, maybe, just maybe we're thinking about it wrong. And, mm-hmm. I, and I love thinking about it differently. And, you know, God willing, coming up with uh, a new answer. Stay tuned for the brain rewiring, because I think it's a big part of this, even the gut healing. So stay tuned for that show. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And um, I am excited for everybody to hear this amazing information. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks to one of our sponsors, Cyto Defend. Look, at a time like this, I think that our immune system and keeping our immune system up right now is more important than ever. I can also tell you that I pay attention to the things that keep my immune system on par and healthy. So, so glad that Cyto Defend is one of our sponsors here on Cell TV. And it's a product that I use, my family uses, and hopefully you'll check it out. And by the way, you can check it out with the link right here below. If you wanna try a free bottle, you can actually get a free bottle, just pay the shipping. And I think you'll reorder after that, but check it out. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing CytoDefend product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit freeimmunity.com. Again, that's freeimmunity.com. Well, that's it for this week. The materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you would like to purchase some of the supplements mentioned on this show, please visit the site as seen on chtv.com and use the code CHTV15 for 15% off. Again, that's as seen on chtv.com. Use the code CHTV15 for 15% off. And as always, thanks for listening.